Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, uh, Sedano, help settle a debate we've been having here today since you worked sidelines for ESPN mm. last night in the Laker game. Yeah. Mason and in particular Bergman... think the sky is falling. Greg has gone as far as to say if the Lakers lose their next three games, they'll fire the coach. That's that's too far. Didn't you say that? No, no, no. I said they're going to be talking about it. It has to be talked about. about I mean, they're talking about it now. Yeah, 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 The conversation's out there at the moment. I I think (laughs) that Miami makes a lot of teams look bad. They made the Lakers look really bad. I think the Lakers have to have a good month because they have 10 more home games. But I don't think the sky is falling Yet. Where are you on this? So I would say, John, as you know, I like to say two things can be true at once. Exactly. I I always credit you when I steal that. (laughs) Yes. So I do think it's bad. Okay. I agree. It is not good. They're three and nine in their last 12. The stuff being the athletic seems to jive. Six different sources. Seems to all six probably that were playing in the game. Right. They were all all in the lineup. Yeah. Yeah. So, or not in the lineup. Or not in the lineup. So. I, I think some of that stuff jives. I think, look, Darwin has been very open about the injuries causing him to search for new lineups, right? Right. Now, you know this as well as anyone, John, because you've covered the NBA forever, and you know this, DeMarco, because you played professional sports. And nice. I know this because... You dress nice. Oh, thank yeah. you. So, thank you. Athletes are creatures of habit, man. They are creatures of habit. And particularly in the NBA, over the years, every guy I've talked to says they liked a coach. They're, the thing that swung them on a coach was knowing ahead of time what their responsibilities were going to be, what they expected of them on a night-in and night-out basis. They don't and, like change. Correct. And yeah. if there was issues with injuries or whatever, the coach, they liked the coaches that would immediately say, hey, this is the plan. You know, you haven't been playing. We're probably going to play you 15 now or whatever it is, right? And I, and I think that Darvin misses that with these wild lineup yeah, fluctuations. I mean, and last night was his 10th different starting lineup. Well, Miami's had 19, but that's they really? mostly yeah. due to they, injury. Oh, because I think injury, most yeah. teams that's mostly due to you injury. Ten, 10 different starting lineups? Not all of it has been due to injury with yeah. the Lakers. I think more of it has been, been him searching. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's trying to figure something out, and guys don't, don't know when they're playing. And here's the thing. How much they're playing. So I think it's bad, John. And what I would say is I don't think it's all Darvin's fault. While I do think he carries the burden of, hey, this is the cards you've been dealt. You got to figure it out. You know, we just talked about Miami, Eric Spolstra. He's a, obviously a much better coach than Darvin at this stage of his career, but he figures it out. I mean, Nikola Jovic was starting at power forward yesterday. I thought, I, I couldn't believe it. I was watching this game, and I'm calling the game, and I'm watching Eric Spolstra leap out of his chair, calling plays minutes into the first quarter so there's no other coach in the league that is applying full court presses and calling plays in the uh, he's just Spolster is it man that dude gets it well it's the reason for the last like three or four years that gm survey he's the always the best coach right right, right. um yeah, so didn't know that. 
in the so I'll give you a funny story about yesterday. I've clearly known him since before he I knew him when he was an assistant. Right. When he was an assistant. So he and I usually in those sideline interactions will at least have like a chummy little moment. Right. He was all business yesterday. Yeah. Like, I think he saw an opportunity to attack the Lakers full court and it caused 22 turnovers. He was locked. He gets credit for that. John, he was locked in. Like yeah. not even a smile when I talked to him on that sideline interview. He usually there's at least a pleasantry even if it's off camera. I'll give you a, I'll give you an example of that. So, second quarter. All right. Second quarter of an NBA, NBA games are a they they're drawn out, yeah. man. It is a it, it's not a battle, it's a war. <laughs> and so out of a timeout, the Lakers are inbounding the ball 94 feet away. They had to bring the ball up. And Spolstra leaps out of his chair and screams at his guards, What are you doing? Yeah. Pick him up. Yeah. Pick him up full court because he had caused 10 turnovers in the first quarter. Right. And he knew that applying pressure was causing the Lakers problems. Most coaches, they they would wait and mention that in a timeout. No. He's he's all in, man. He is all in on the details. He, like, is an insomniac. He's a maniac. I mean, listen, look who he learned from. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the guy he learned from was a maniac. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and now he's like this grandfatherly figure. You talk to him, it's, <laughs> it's like a completely different person. But But that's who he was. Right. Um, and, you know, he learned from him. So he's taken that and obviously morphed it into a different place that works for him because today's player is not the player of the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s. Um, but anyway, the other part of the equation, so two things can be true, back to that. Yep. The roster construction is not ideal either. Especially when guys go down. Like, I would start both, just me personally, mm-hmm. I would start both Russell and Hachimura, both unavailable last night. So if you put Cam Reddish and Jared Vanderbilt in the game, and they're both good players, yeah. but they can't, they're they not shooters. Yeah. yeah. So Cam, then all of a sudden, Cam, Cam took one shot a good night. defensive team like Miami will just see that yeah. and leave that guy alone. Yep. And just, and, and then. When they played so much zone and just said, go ahead and shoot. Go right. And, shoot. Yeah, and yeah. It, it took them. And the Lakers went mi- five for 30. It took three. them minutes. Four for 30. Minutes to figure out the zone. It wasn't until eventually AD figured out he got in the middle and had a couple layups and then Austin hit a three. There was like a three position stretch. Then Miami got out of it. But that was like five minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh. If they have a bad month, I think Darvin's in trouble. I don't. I don't. I don't think, so. I don't think I do. there, George. I don't I do. think there is a scenario where the Lakers change the coach this year. And I, I don't know anything. I agree. But I just think. I agree with by you. By making it to the Western Conference Finals last year, he bought himself the season. That's I think, just my personal. I think belief. he'd have to have like a complete meltdown. Well, what? What's the number? They've got eleven games well, left. I, if the if the month of January is five and seven or four and eight, there then would, what are you doing? There would have to be a complete like meltdown mutiny, whatever you want to call it. It would take something like that. Oh, there are clearly people what, talking, and I wonder, LeBron was in last night, very frustrated. I know he was sick yeah. and stuff, but left and didn't talk to the media, which is fine. It's very but, passive aggressive. But it is very him, passive aggressive. It's yes. very like... It's very him. Yeah, it's very like, <laughs> hey, all hell is breaking loose. I'm just going to go I'm home out. and not talk. Yeah. What, what was in The Athletic? You said something was the in athletic The Athletic did a story about how six different sources... Uh, I was going to say players, players. but sources uh, say that... I don't think you'd be wrong. That Darwin, there's a disconnect in the locker room between Darwin and the team. Sounds like it. Yeah. You get one soundbite from him uh, and different soundbites from players. Right. That, AD's yeah. saying we have enough, we should right. figure it out. By the way, I believe that's what management's position would yeah. probably be as well. Um, so I would like to see them, like, I made this comment earlier, George. Last night, Duncan Robinson missed his first seven threes. And then went off in the fourth quarter. Correct. Yeah. They have a hired three-point sniper. Right. 
tomorrow night we're playing. I don't know if he's going to be able to play because he's been hurt a lot, but we're playing Memphis. Oh, they yeah. have Luke Kennard. Yeah, yeah, who always rips the Lakers apart. And shoots like 48% yeah. from three. Yeah. Um, I would love to see the Lakers get one of those guys. A guy that you just... You know it. You you, you know that when he's on the court, yeah. he is simply running through screens trying to find a way to shoot threes. He has the gravity that you have to then pay attention to, no matter yeah. if he's missed 10 in a row or whatever. Like Robinson. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I just think that the Lakers, I, if I had to lean one way or the other, they are definitely more in trouble than I would have thought even yesterday, 24 hours ago. Like this team... I just don't think it fits, even when it's healthy necessarily. Um, enough oh, to a win a championship. Can I come back at you a little bit? To win a championship. Okay. Today is January 4th. Mm-hmm. On December 9th, I called the in-season tournament final. Right. And I got some friends that work for Milwaukee. And they walked up to me and said, if you guys play like that, you're going to the finals. Yeah. That was less than a month ago. <laughs> and now, all of a sudden, in three weeks, they've forgotten how to play? Well, I just think that it's also different to do that for a small sample size of games as opposed to two months and change. Right. But, I mean, we're arguing over, what What are we talking about, three and nine, 12 games, yes, right? Yes. They went seven and zero oh in the tournament. <laughs> right. So, that's not, there's not much of a difference in sample size between seven games and 12 no, games. No, no. But what I'm saying is that what I'm talking about, the sample size, is the playoff sample size of two months. Right. Like, I don't think you can replicate the in-season tournament for two months with this roster. Probably not. Yeah. But I think Rob's made a trade every year at the trade deadline. There's something. There's something something But here's the thing. Don't do the Zach Levine thing. I wouldn't. Don't do the – Malcolm Brogdon, maybe, if you can get him cheap, I think makes some sense. Don't do the um, Colin Sexton thing, like, that's been floated out there. What about the DeJounte Murray thing? DeJounte Murray is different, but he's also – here's the thing, though. I don't think DeJounte Murray with the Lakers makes a ton of sense because he's not a great shooter. And around LeBron and AD, you need guys yeah. that can like, shoot. So I, I keep, I'm just, these none of these guys are necessarily available, but I, I, I said Dun, a Duncan Robinson type, right. a Luke Kennard type, right. a Buddy Heald type. Max Struess, who just signed a deal with, Ke- right. with the Cavs. That's right. yeah. what you're looking for. You're looking for a specific sharpshooter that yeah. can come in and fill that need. I don't know who that guy would be, though. Because yeah, none of these names we're mentioning, I, I necessarily think, are on the training block. I don't think they would. You need they, a Kyle Korver. Right. Uh, when, need, uh, that's or, a great example if he was still playing. Yeah. You, uh, Buddy Heald. Well, but, but Indiana's good well, now. Yeah, now they're good. But there, they're was, not, there was a minute there where I thought you could have had happen. him. You could have had With him. But now, Turner, why but, would they? Yeah, They'd just be no Milwaukee interest. again. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know how they would do it, but. If you look at the Wizards roster, yeah. there's a few guys on there that are interesting, and I think they're terrible, so they Kuzma? would make a deal. Kuz, even Jordan Poole, you could probably get. No, for, I but then you got to want to be. But in then that you got to take up that contract. Yeah, I would not want to be in the Jordan Poole business. No, thank you. Like Emmanuel Quickly, <laughs> who moved, is a really good shooter. Yeah, and, but uh, I don't think like, he could be moved again. Right? No, but yeah. I'm just saying that yeah. would have been something that you could. And and by the way, just because of the way the NBA works, any trade that gets made. The phone in Oklahoma City is ringing because oh, they, yeah, have they have every picks. draft pick. Right, so they can just maneuver stuff for you. Right. Like Bergman saying Gary Trent Jr., but he's not having a good year. And he's not the sharpshooter, Greg, that he I used to be. He, he was. Yeah, he was. He, he he goes, he's streaky. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm not sure. You might have to look, like, at young guys, like guys that just, like, the, we're, Tuesday we're playing Toronto. 
they're not playing their number one pick, Grady Dick. Right. He's a really good shooter. Yeah. That would be a guy, if they're going to go full fire sale, you make a phone call about it. Yeah, I just think that you have to go veteran, though. If I agree. With LeBron and AD. You have to go veteran. I think they have enough young Well, the guys. number one question, to your point, the number one question you have to ask is, will LeBron trust him? And I don't know if he would trust a rookie. So yeah, there you go. I mean, but, it, but Austin won his trust over pretty quick. So we'll see. Yeah, I, I think it's just it's certain guys that can make that happen. But yeah, I I think that the Lakers. I'm leaning more towards your side that the Lakers are in trouble. I don't think the sky is falling. No, but I am. I am. Some of Mace, you do right. Do you think the sky has started? I to do fall. think the sky, the sky has begun to fall. Oh, so you believe what? What part oh, of the sky is falling? Funch, like, Funch just sent me an interesting name. The blue part. And this is a guy you wouldn't have to break the bank for. Mm-hmm. Doug McDermott. Yeah, San Antonio. Yeah. Yeah. That's not horrible. Man. No, that's not terrible. That's a guy that you would go, he oh, he, he would play for us. Yeah, he could shoot. LeBron and he would get him a new contract. And yeah. he, and, you know, like <laughs> like he did with, uh, uh, who's the uh, kid from Santa Clara that, um, oh, um, uh, from from Australia? Delado, uh, Delvadova. Uh, Del- Matthew or Saint, Saint, Not Santa Clara, St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you guys got coming up? Stupidity? I mean, DeMarco's going to be here, so a lot of oh, stupidity. Yeah, Morales is going to be here. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, if you have Morales and DeMarco, that's uh, grounds yeah. for fun. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll, like, randomly, like, cold call Cappy just to see what he's doing. We should. He's doing. We yeah. should. He's yeah. on the side of a mountain right now? Yeah, just to see what he's up to. Yeah. And, and, and he'll answer his phone. And how mad Rachel will get if if, wow. if he picks up. Oh, if he takes the call. Yeah, because you know that that will be the case. All right. Hey, by the way, tomorrow... Mm. Michael Thompson, Pepe Mantilla oh, is going to wow. be here. It is potpourri of Pepe's lies. Pepe's potpourri of lies. Oh, the way, I may you, show up because you, I got... You yeah. should play it. Yeah. Did you, it's really good. Did you see who sang right before the ball drop on CNN? With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Who? No. Was it Flo Rida? I was Mace? watching. It was Paul Anka singing My oh, Way. I mean, oh, oh, yeah. Paul Anka. That's no, right. Mace says Paul Anka wow. didn't write My Way. He changed the oh, words. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so Potpourri of Lies tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. It's always something I look forward oh, to. Yeah, By the way, fun. did you get my text about Clear? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I love Clear. Yeah. Can't I don't want the government to have my eye scans. Oh, I'm with John. Just get yeah. me through the line. No eye scans. I hate lines. Government's not going to get my eye scans. You're going to move me to the front of the line. Thank you. But if you have Clear, you still need pre-check so you don't have to do the shoes thing and the take your gloves out. So I just go right to the front. Yeah. You travel, right? Yeah. Best thing going. But I don't, but I wouldn't want the government to have my eye scans. Who cares? I hate it. No, government will have Clear will have it. They're not the government. I think Clear is the government. No. They're a private company. They're a private company. Really? Yeah. What are you hiding? I'm it actually hiding. might be worse because at least the fe- it's harder for the federal government to get hacked than a, a private company. That's true. That's so. true. All right. So uh, tomorrow we're back at one. Coming up for you, lots of stupidity, yes. as Shadano said. Shadano, DeMarco, and Chris Morales hanging out this afternoon. Decash money. Decash money is here. Lauda. Lada is producing. Yes. All that stuff. Uh, coming up next for you. 710 ESPN. 418 in the Southland on a Thursday afternoon. We ready? Time for a yeah. little Sedano and Cappy. Come on, homeboy. Ba-da-bop. Bee-ba-da-bop. Come on, DeMarco. Bee-ba-da-bop. Let's go, big boy. Bee-ba-da-bop. Sedano and Cap is on the air for your LA afternoon drive takeover. DeMarco Farr, the Rams Super Bowl champion yeah. and king apologist. Whatever. Are you starting with me already? Not yet. I'm with gonna, the sunglasses? Oh, I'm going to work you Come over on. today. I got first George, then you. You want... <laughs> yeah, first George, so then you. So goes hey one, then, then I go two? Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful, right. man. Yes. I don't mind going two. <laughs> DeMarco Fars here. Producer Laura is in for producer Lindsay and producer D-Cash Money. What's going on? Behind the wheels of steel. Good afternoon, as some shows say. By the way, it was freezing this morning, Sean. It was Sean. cold, yeah. I wore cold. the scarf and the yeah. sweater under the suit, mm-hmm. and then I came into the office, and everybody had these. These, the hand warmers. The oh, hand warmers. Yeah, yeah, those are hand warmer packs. Yeah, the, those are key. In our sales meeting, everybody's holding these. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I did a bowl game in Wait, Mem- in they're Memphis. holding these indoors? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, come on now. That's, really? That's dumb. You're indoors. You want to. Hey, with this studio? You use those, come on now. You use those as a player. I Outside. Mean. Yes. Yeah. You put those in your shoes, your really? hands. Your shoes? Oh, absolutely. Everywhere. Yeah. No everywhere? Doubt. Everywhere. everywhere? Ev- well, oh. almost everywhere. Laura, really? Where are you? Up to 11 hours of heat. Wow. But indoors? Come on now. My, uh, my. Partner on the bowl game had him in his hands the whole game. Yeah, we yeah, were. Yeah. I mean, it was cold in Memphis. It was like thirty-five degrees. Those do nothing in Green Bay. They're amazing. They, they, they do nothing. Right. Yeah. The Green Bay weather it just doesn't yeah, make a difference. It, it freeze those. Yeah, no doubt. Should I unsheath some of these? Absolutely. I mean, I'm not cold stick, anymore. But stick a few in your back pocket. Yeah. Sit yeah. on them for a while. You don't know where to go with that, do you? I do. <laughs> so do I have to rub it, or does it just? Yeah, heat? just squeeze it. Oh, squeeze it. Squeeze yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm gonna squeeze it here. Like, it feels you know, really hot. There you go. Yeah. Move around. All right. There you go. I'm squeezing the. The heating uh, thing. There you go. Nice. The hand warmer. Nice. They come in handy. Meanwhile, today is National Rachel Day. It is? It is. So we're going to try to get in contact with mm-hmm. Cappy on the slopes. He's in, uh, is he in Mammoth? Yeah, I Mammoth, guess, right? Yeah. Really? You guess? You don't believe him? I mean, I guess, yeah. No. He's in Mammoth. And we'll try to get on get in contact with Cappy via satellite. Do you ski? I do. You do? I'm more of a big bear guy. Really? Okay, I, I got invited. I've never been on a pair of skis ever in uh, my life. It's fun. Probably I got invited best. for a, in a couple of months. We're supposed to go someplace. So called June I, Lake, maybe? I would say that the only challenge is after, after a day or, or so, yeah. 
the the knees start to wear down and ankles, oh. you know, like the knees particularly start to kind of like get sore. Oh, then that's a no for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not going to happen. I mean, no. if you but as if, soon as I got on skis or a what do you call that the, the board thing? Yeah, contract voided. Oh, as a player, right? Yeah, so no, yeah. I've never been on so skis ever. I, I would just say just don't. But I go hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm going out there for seven, eight, nine hours. Where did hours. you learn to ski? You grew up in Miami, right? I did, but I had my uh, my senior class trip was to Mount Tremblant in Quebec. Oh, no way. Quebec, okay. as they say. Can you ski? No? Not at all? There's so many jokes there. There's so many. Yeah. But okay. no, but can I, he ski? No, here's the problem. No, with problem. no he can't skate or ski. <laughs> Easy. I saw him skate. I that did that see was that. my first time on you, skates. You can't skate. I yeah. did try to ski once. It was a similar effort. But here's the thing: I have a heights issue, which that is disconnected. Oh, that was you're previous afraid of before my anxiety now about dr- driving at night. That's a whole other. What thing. do they call that? Afraid of heights? What's that? Afraid of heights? Agoraphobia? No, it's the that's, what's agoraphobia? That's something I pay. Being locked for. in. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so getting on that the lift would always be an issue for me. Oh, yeah. I would have to stay on the bunny slopes. Yeah, the lift is weird. Okay. Yeah. I don't understand how people just get up on that thing. You're all icy and wet. Acrophobia. Acrophobia. That's the height thing? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, It's not that big a deal. Just don't look down. Oh, good. Yeah. What? Really? I don't, I'm gonna look I don't down. love heights either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just look left. That's and how you right get over it. Straight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Decash money. You're the best athlete on the show now that you're on this show. You took that away from Sedona. I mean, honestly. <laughs> I would right? say it was more cappy, to be honest with you. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Do you ever ski? You ever get on the slopes? Nope. No. No. Not even close. No. I'm a, I'm afraid of heights too. Oh, are you really? I See? am actually. Yeah. Huh. I mean, heights don't bother me. Yeah. I wouldn't say they don't bother me, but I don't love them. But I just like, hey, I like skiing more. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, yeah. Like nope. going up on the slope thing is not a big deal for me. Like on the lift, it's just it is what it is. Do you plan to ski at some point in your no. life? No. No. Never. never? In my life. Nah. No. Something. You I'm, do I, maybe. Maybe down the yeah. line. I went to Big Bear recently, and, and they try to go skiing and all that, but I was like, nah, I'm good. But Big Bear's got like some like small slopes that you like, like you know bunny slopes or whatever you can learn fairly easily. Yeah. I was told too, but I, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Go to like this. It'd be actually a hilarious bit if we get decash money and we put them in the ski school at Big Bear. With <laughs> oh, like, all, like all the little kids. You know, yeah. what I, mean? I love that. <laughs> that That'd be would a great be cool. bit. We should do that. Yeah, That'd be yeah. They like they think you're the instructor and all of a sudden you're there just in line with them. <laughs> Plus, imagine all the breezies. Yeah. They want to oh, talk to you. Yeah. Oh. Hey, what's up, decash money? Yeah. <laughs> Want to stay warm. So, anywho. It's a Mikko of Ultra Reaction Wednesday. We're going to react about that disaster last night. Oh, in just what a, a moment. disaster. Thanks to Mikko of Ultra, 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Well, George, you're the Mr. NBA here. Is it fair to say they stink? <laughs> the Lakers. Is it fair to say they stink right now? They're not good right now. Okay, but stink doesn't... Stink is like a little far. That's too far? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're bad. It's like saying scumbag and not gutless. Um, I don't know about that, but what I would say is they're not good. They're not good. And okay. here's the thing. The story that came out in The Athletic makes a lot of sense. Okay? It jives. Because the coach, to your point, DeMarco, is saying one thing publicly. Yeah. And his players are contradicting him publicly. Which is a sign. Yeah. Yeah, the messaging is off. Right. Usually they speak in the same voice. Because usually what happens is these stories come out and people are like, ah, oh, you know, there's always a contingent that's just dismissive of it. Yeah. But if you just think about it logically, listen to the coach, listen, listen to, to the players. Listen to Anthony Davis and Austin Reeves yesterday. Yeah. Those two sound completely different from what the coach They're going said. opposite directions. Right. And all your years of sport, when you hear that, coach and player. Red have flag. To, there, there's a problem there. Yeah. Usually it's the coach, right? So, but go ahead. Yeah. So I, I think that 
again, there's a lot of layers to this. I think the coach has made some mistakes in my estimation, not that I'm an NBA coach by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that some of his exploration amongst the rotations and lineups and things of that sort, which has come out of desperation because of injuries, I think he's reached a little too far on some of them. When you've got a lineup out there that includes two guys like Jared Vanderbilt and uh, Cam Reddish, who are basically defensive specialists. Okay. They're not offensive players. Yeah. You're basically playing three on five on one end of the floor. You know what Offensively. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because those guys, what? because if I'm a defense. This is not what you do. Right. I'm just like, oh, they got two non-shooters out there. I'll collapse on the shooters. Correct. Yeah. I'll just hang out in the paint. LeBron and AD come bang your head against this wall in the middle of the floor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And despite that, they still have done their job, those two, most nights. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that one was mind-numbing, to be honest with you. I was like, what? Like, I watched, I didn't watch them live because I was on the road. Yeah. But I watched the entire games back. Um, and I was like, holy mother of God. Like, this is, <laughs> this is crazy. No, it's just bad. And, and yeah. Then, so I was, I went into yesterday's game because we have these coaches meetings. It was a must win, right? Isn't that how it was posed? Well, at least that's what they told me. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, some people would say that, but I, I'm not one of them. So Might have been the Cam I, brothers that I, said that. I, yeah. I was going into this game, at, like, in the coaches meeting that we do off camera with these coaches. I was going to ask Darvin in a nice way, like, yo, what's up with those lineups the other day? You know what I'm saying? Like, those last couple games. You were going to ask, what's up with those lineups in a nice way? Yeah. Like, how do you phrase that in a nice way? Hey, coach, so I saw that you, uh, you, know, you kind of were tweaking some stuff in the starting oh, lineup. Nice. Um, you know, with a couple of guys like Vando and Reddish, who are obviously great What's your defensive thought players. Yeah, yeah. But what are you thinking with those yeah, yeah. guys in the lineup? Okay. What were you expecting? Well, I don't know. I was. He's usually fairly honest. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I, I was curious to see. But he walked in and, you know, Mike Breen said, who are the five today? And he said, we're making a change in the starting lineup. We're putting Austin back in. So that kind of, I didn't have the ability yeah. to then ask that question right, again. Because right. it's no longer relevant to the game that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he did add that he felt like that they were, he was kind of reaching. Like he kind of, without saying it, he kind of implied he was reaching because that's what it looked like. Right. They were hurt yeah. and I needed to figure some stuff out and yeah. see, throw some stuff against the wall and see if it worked. And it didn't. So I'm putting Austin back in the starting lineup. Now, the problem with that is that you've yanked him in and out of the starting lineup a bunch of times now. Yeah. And I think guys, as we talked about during crosstalk are very much creatures of habit. And even a guy like Austin Reeves has now been in the NBA for this is his third season. So he, yeah. he knows what it is to play on a professional team. He's no longer a young kid, even though he is young. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's had real experience getting deep into the playoffs. You know what I heard when I heard Darvin Ham's postgame comments? Yeah. I can't figure this out. It did That's feel what I that heard. way. Yeah. It, what, it did feel yeah, that way. I del- when he says, look, it's because of injury, we can't find any cohesiveness or whatever he said. Like we can't find any rhythm. Right. I heard I can't find any rhythm. I just can't figure this thing out. Did you hear the same thing? I, I did. Especially when you play that with AD's comments. Well, and, and he made one particular comment during that stretch that really kind of raised my antenna. And I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, why would you say that? So we'll get to that in a second and also kind of try to figure out what the potential remedies are. Dave McMiniman is going to stop by at 5 Big o'clock. Yeah. We'll, we'll chat with him. We're going to try to catch up with Yoban Buha, who broke this story with Sham Sharania on The Athletic maybe later in the wait show. Minute, we're we're going to get him? 
Yeah. That's usually a Sliwa guy. Well, I sent him a text. Are you saying that? But, and Sliwa's got, wait a minute. Sliwa's got Lakers talk tonight at 7 o'clock, then Rams all access at 8 o'clock. Are you saying we're taking Jovan Buhan? Jovan Buha. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so you're saying that Jovan Buha is going on this show and not with Sliwa. Yes. You're trying to start a war. Why Ooh. am I starting a war? No, he's just trying I to get just something I just asked Laura. Jovan yeah, yeah, yeah. is Sliwa's guy. <laughs> I asked Laura. I it's, said, is, He's well understood. Is, he's well known as Sliwa's guy. Is Jovan Apparently go- he's not. I said, is Jovan going on Lakers talk? He's not. And she said, he's not. So he's I texted him and I said, Jovan, can you come on the show? Fair game. And he just texted me back. No. I want people tweeting at Alan Sliwa this afternoon. We <laughs> got Jovan. That Jovan is going to be on this station. Hashtag Sedano. During this show at six o'clock this afternoon. Wow. Let's start a trend. Just tweet at Alan Sliwa. Wow. What is it? Is it at Lakers Talk? Uh, or is it at, at Alan Sliwa? How is it at Alan Sliwa? What is Alan Sliwa's Twitter? Isn't it at Alan Sliwa? It used to be Has at to Lakers be. Talk for a long time. I disappeared.com. Oh, no, it is yeah. at Alan Sliwa. Yeah, at Alan. He George, follows me. How bad does it have to get before you fire Darvin Ham? Okay, I'll tell you that too on the other side. Okay. So let's stick right. around for that. Uh, we're back in a couple minutes here on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thursday afternoon on a live, uh, I guess it's a live imaging Thursday, at least on this show. Sedano and Caffey with you, yo. Oh. And on this day in 1983. The Eurythmics. Yeah. Andy Lennox up front. The Eurythmics released their breakthrough second studio album entitled Sweet Dreams Are Made of These. Love this. Like your fantasies. Big the time. The Rams are going to go deep in the playoffs. I used to work. Uh, Bill Graham Productions. Okay. At the Henry J. Kaiser and the Berkeley Greek Theater and do concerts, concessions, and they came through. And I met her. And you it was did concessions? Awesome. Oh yeah. Did you eat a lot of the product? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah the too. bagel dogs. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> love those bagel dogs back in the day, bro. They were always short when I left. Oh, but it was great seeing her live. It was awesome. Yeah, and her husband at the time, right? The little guy. Do you remember the group, the Eurythmics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the guy that was with her, the keyboardist. The keyboardist. Oh. That was her husband. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know how little he was. He, he was, was smaller than her. Smaller yeah. than her, well, and he, was, he wasn't very tall, nice. Tall woman. Tall woman. She's like Brigitte Nielsen in that way. Exactly right. Yeah. This By is the way, true. tomorrow yeah. is a BB Go Ticket Friday here on 7 Ted, yeah. which means each show during the nine hour LA Sports Mega Block, Travis and Sliwa, Mason Iron, Shan Cap, <laughs> we've got a BB Go prize pack to give away. Now you get the BB Go freezer back, which is beautiful because you can put all your BB Go product in there. Yeah. Right. Bam! Plus, there's going to be BB Go product inside the bag. And you know what else is going to be in the bag, homeboy? What? What's in the bag? Two Lakers Clippers tickets wow. to Sunday night at Crypto.com. Wow. 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 And if you're a Clippers fan, this might be a good one to go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they might win. 
They might win. I called Well, it. they've actually, they, I mean, the Lakers won on November 1st for the first time in like 11 meetings. The Clippers had beat them 11 straight before that. Wow. Yeah. Here we go, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. Be sure to listen all day tomorrow right here on 710 ESPN. Isn't this your moment for like, if you're the Rams right now? Oh my God. The Lakers are down. <laughs> this is your moment to take over. You have right? to take over. Like, you have to. Here's yeah. the thing. Since, since Kyron Williams came back, they're arguably the best team in the sport. Could be. One of. Yeah. If, yeah, one of. They're don't a tough hate. out. Don't hate. What are you talking about? Don't hate. He just loves it. What? Go ahead. It's They've the beaten truth. one playoff oh, team this season. That's one playoff Dude, team. They lost to the Ravens on the road on a uh, fluke, crazy special lost. teams play. Well, oh, because the special was, teams of the Rams aren't fluky. causing any problems. It's been a problem. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a problem. Fair. But what I'm saying is. The Giants is, got one, too. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. No, but I'm saying fluky because that guy's a that guy never returned I've never seen a walk-off punt return I've never seen. and they had it. They had it. They should have won it. Turner had never returned a punt yet. This they should have had it. They should have beat them. Should have beat a lot of people. They should have beat. But yeah, they had chances to beat playoff teams. They were in it. Yeah. Oh but man, to, they were in it. But to your point, but you're be, right. They haven't beat a playoff team, quote the unquote. Lakers, Chris, listen, this is they're, they're going to oh, beat the Lions or Cowboys. But in, isn't this the their moment? Round. This is their moment, right? Yeah. Matthew Stafford Rams step into this void. Yeah, uh, the Lakers right now. When do they pull out of this mess? Yeah, I would. It's going to be a while. Yeah, I think that. I think the Rams. I think you want Detroit, clearly, because I think McVeigh and Raheem Morris have to be salivating going up against Jared Goff another time. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to play them again. Yeah. I mean, you want to avoid Dallas at all costs. Right. Dallas can hurt you at home. They right. have but to call this the Kelly Stafford Bowl. Why the Kelly Stafford Bowl? Because of how much she loves Detroit. Of course. And their roots in Detroit. That's why she's I can't wait. She's going to get dual jerseys made for the kids. Oh, she's not. Half Lions, half Rams. Stop. Number nine, Stafford wow. on the Stop. back. Come on. How great would that be? That'd be great, though. It would be amazing. Like Matthew he Stafford, Jared oh, Goff, pregame shaking hands. Come on. That's that's going to be awesome. No, I would like it. Yeah. I hope it's not the primetime game, though. Why? Well, we have a Lakers game that day, so that's we don't need that conflict. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Saturday night. We don't need a conflict. Wow. Yeah. Big Rams playoff game or a Lakers game? What are you watching? Well, you kind of have oh, to watch, watch the Lakers. Uh, no, yeah. that's not true. Yeah, yeah. I can always watch the Lakers later. I mean, big playoff game for the Rams or I'm the watching that one live. A bad watch, Lakers team. I mean, I, okay, I'm watching that on the main screen. Yeah, yeah. And then the Lakers will be on the second screen. You can watch the Lakers lose anytime. You made them your side piece for this. It's okay. Yeah. But, wow. What would be great is if they're the Monday night game because we're going to be a Yamava yeah. on oh. January 15th. Yeah. It's the whole crew, Shinano Cappy. Yeah. Back at Yamava. 909. What day is that again? The spot. The 15th. I just got to write it down. Yeah. Well, it's, it's been in the schedule. Okay, I'm just saying. And that might be the last day before I go carnivore yeah. for a month. Oh, okay. So, go carnivore? Yeah, so yeah, just what? the carnivore diet. We'll get into that later. We got Lakers to talk about. Yeah. But that might be the last day that I eat like like a fiend. What are you, how are you eating now? It's been a long okay. week of, of brown, meaning oh it's been a long week of brown got alcohol. It. Never mind. Anyway. Yeah. No, I've, I'm feeling it. When I put on the suit today, I was like, oh, it's a little more snug than usual. Yeah, yeah. But when you're drinking a lot of brown all week. I think no. you secretly like the Rams. I do. I, I think will, you secretly love the Rams. I think Matthew Stafford is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Wow, and that's the, he has been this that's season. That's the yeah. first positive thing I've ever heard you say about the Rams. Yeah. Their yeah, defense is horrific. Let me Not tell horrific. you. The Rams, pretty bad. The Rams and the Dodgers are probably the two teams that I adopted the quickest here. And, and he turned them oh, around. Did. I, yeah, no question. Yeah, uh, and a lot of it was because Sean came in studio with us a bunch when yeah. we were doing the morning show. Mm -hmm. um, He's awesome up close. He, isn't he? Yeah. he, he used to He's come beautiful in, up close. He came in studio a bunch, <laughs> and he and I developed a cool like yeah. media. It's not coach, phony. Media yeah. coach like friendship relationship. Yeah, not yeah. that we're friends, but we have a cool like relationship when he comes. He gets on. it. He gets it. Yeah, it, it's not just coach speak. Well, and I screw around with him. 
And he gives it right back. No he question. understands. No, I think that's part of being the youngest coach. Go ahead and say it. You're yeah. locked and loaded. What? You got it right there. I can see it coming off the mountain. What? what? You want to make, make a little ding? Go ahead. What's no. he talking about? Take a little zinger at Mason and Ireland. It's just him. He no, wants this, to do that. What's the zinger? He well, said, are they too he, easy he on him? He just makes fun of them because he's more... It's, it, it just comes across a more genuine, open, regular, friendly conversation when he and I talk, because we Versus have... Versus them? Right, it just sounds like an interview. What Chris says, it sounds more like an interview. Chris says. Is that the truth? Yeah. Sounds more like an interview? And then there's He's a lot answering of, There's questions? history on this. What? So, a few way back when... Oh, when, years ago. When Sedano had gone into the afternoon show, yeah. left the morning show, and the, the Sedano show, uh, Coach was going to move his schedule and ended up on the Sedano show. And of course, maybe some people like me made it a big deal on air and promos and stuff like, McVeigh's moving to Sedano. <laughs> and Mason was very Mason territorial. Was, was he very mad? upset. Oh, no. And basically, yeah. like... Well, he's went the Ram off, guy. Went off on the air. Why is he the Ram Mason's guy? Mason's the Ram guy. He's went, always been the Ram went guy. Went off on the air and yeah. then basically said we all lost him as a friend. He stormed out. Well, I was ripping off. them. I no. said, oh, what do you own, McVeigh? What, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're territorial. Mason and stormed I, off. I called them yeah. the Petty Brothers. It oh, was, no. Yeah, yeah. John was loving it. No, yeah, John yeah. loved it. John was super into it. And Mason took it super personal. Like, legitimately, when we finished Crosstalk that day, John's like, keep it up. It's a great bit. And Mason goes, I don't think it's a great bit. And walked, stormed, stormed out. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. To your point, I don't know why Mason is the Rams guy, but he has been since well, they came he has back. Season he has season tickets. tickets. But since they came back. He was calls he, them off Kev. Was it that way before they came back? What do you mean? Did he talk about the Rams? No. No, no. not at all. Just when they came yeah. back, it became yeah. their team. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember. It's fine. I don't remember so him anyway, being So anyway, Chris makes, yeah. makes t- he loves to give it to Mason because he's like, oh, you know, McVeigh and Sedano obviously seem really chummy on the air together. And, and at camp, you know, we always see McVeigh, obviously. Wait, how and old are you? 46. Oh, okay, well, there, there you go. Okay, Closer anyway. in age. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. when McVeigh comes up, he loves seeing Sedano. And especially around summertime when they both got beautiful tans. Oh, and boy. As, <laughs> and especially when we're doing the afternoon show, and as the sun sets, you just see from afar on YouTube oh my the tan of McVeigh and Sedano close wow. to each other. It is a good tan at that time. Both it's a good with, tan. Both wow. with sunglasses I don't got on. any tan right now. What would you ask him now? I, we had him on a well, so we did a a, a, a combo plate with yeah. him the other day. Oh, and yeah. I, I was just asking about poop diapers for a while. What? Oh, about yeah, his the kid. baby. About his, okay, yeah. that makes sense. How many sense. poop diapers you clean? See, that's good stuff. See, yeah, yeah that's nothing tawdry. Stuff. Like you that's first normal thought. stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at camp, Sedano <laughs> wow. said they were going to win nine, and even coach was like, "I appreciate the support, George." But yeah, I'm he not, didn't want to go he in with go. me there. And then I think you insulted him by saying nine. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Well, 
Right. Yeah, he's thinking like 12 to 13. Okay. So nine means but he he's knows, middling. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But I said nine, I think, gets you to the playoffs is what I said to Okay, him. fair enough. Right. right. And right. I said, I think you can get to nine. And uh, and he was like a little sheepish yeah, yeah. about it for whatever reason. Uh, but when he came on that day, we were talking poop diapers. I said, to yeah. him, I said, by the way, one more win and you get to nine. You're going to get me. You're going to make my prediction look good. What did he say? And he said, let's go. Let's nice. get it done. Love it. Love so. it. You talk about Spolster being competitive. That oh, guy is competitive. So those super two, competitive. I actually have been meaning to connect the two. Yeah, they have a lot in common. Not only personality wise, being the youngest coaches, having a lot of success early. Oh, that's right. Spolster was the youngest guy. Yeah, yeah. Their families also worked in sports. Obviously, McVeigh, the GM in San Francisco. He's grown up in it. Spolster's yeah. dad was the president of the Blazers for oh, many years. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, so, like, they grew up in this stuff. They understand it. Yeah. So, I feel like they would have a lot in common. I I wouldn't be surprised if they've already spoke. If Spolster well, was the youngest coach in the NBA. I don't the, think they know each other. Oh, they don't. Oh. Spolster knows McDaniel because he's in Miami now. Yeah, yeah. But McDaniel and McVeigh obviously are tight because yeah. they work together in Washington. Make that connect then there i'm gonna go. try be that guy the off season do it on the air come on it'd be great i'll do it in the off season yeah yeah you know what i mean when's that wait the summer which time off for season both. who's Sum- off season summertime for both okay fair yeah. enough there's a crossroads i want to do that yeah. then because that way they can actually connect now he- can you imagine if there's an in-person connect with sedano and they're in front of like a fire pit on the beach and that picture goes up no rocket ever <laughs> tweeted out by anybody at this radio station will feel will erupt emotions like that one you will be able to hear Mason screaming from his house. Oh, you mean him sees- and Coach McVeigh in front of a fireplace with Spolstra? Oh, that oh with Spolstra right. that would drive Mason nuts. Oh, that is your mission. See, I that's think all he drive- cares about. He wants to drive Mason that's all crazy. He cares don't you? About. That's I love and it. And if Pat Riley's there, that'll really oh, shake things man. up. I did see Coach last night <laughs> twice. Uh, you said something. You said he's different now. He's like a grandfather now. Really? He's. I mean, he's still Pat Riley, but I mean, yeah. he so he still wants to win. But I think he's just more. He's just friendlier now. He's almost 80 years old. He let his guard down some. Yeah. I mean, he has grandkids. Like, he's like a different dude. See, I fully expect that with Belichick at some point. He's going to let his guard down. Yeah, Saban has a little yeah, bit. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Saban yeah. has over the years. My, co- my, my college coach was a disciplinarian. As a matter of fact, he coached Nick Saban when he was in school. So, there you go. So I graduated. He retired. I, I saw him. He said, call me Don. I said, there's no way in hell I can call you Don. Yeah. You're still you coach to me. Oh, you just call him coach? Co- coach, yeah. Right. But he's like, he's relaxed. So all these guys, when they get older, they start to I'd like to you to call me coach. I will never call you coach. <laughs> never. Why should I call you coach? I think I coach you quite well. By what? By ripping me apart? Yeah. Making me feel bad? Yeah. Come on. I mean, that's kind of what every football <laughs> coach does anyway. I guess so. Okay, yeah. coach, you're right. Yeah. There you go. All right, coming up next, we never got to the Darvin Ham stuff. Yeah. Uh, how he, bad? He, how, it's bad. Oh. How bad it needs to be to get fired. We'll get to that. Plus, the one thing Darvin said yesterday that really made me kind of like raise my antennas and be like, I don't think that was a smart thing to say. Like, I I, I love him, but I, I if I were like... I'm not friendly with him, but if I'm, yeah. I'm friendly in work. I don't want to get the guy fired. I'm just asking no, me you. No, me neither. I'm not advocate, yeah, advocating yeah. for him to get fired. But I think he said one thing yesterday that really drew the ire of Laker fans, and understandably so. So I'll get to that as well coming up. Stick around. Dave McMiniman at 5 o'clock. Jovan Buha at 545. Oh. 7-10 ESPN. 12 minutes in front of 5 o'clock. Sedano and Cap on Thursday afternoon. DeMarco Farr sitting in for Cappy, who's on the slope somewhere. On this day in 1975, Elton John started a two-week run at number one with his version of the Beatles, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. DeMarco, why are you making that face? I don't think I've ever heard this before. 
Do you have a dark period with Lucy in the Sky with no, Diamonds? No, not with this. But you I, never got into that, I've right? never heard this before. Anybody? We you? should try no? some Lucy in the Sky George, with Diamonds. I, I've heard the song. I wasn't, but I didn't not know this who it was. version. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, yeah, never. It's like a hallucinogenic. Interesting. It is kind of psychedelic there, right? Yeah. Well, it stands yeah. for, they're, they're talking about LSD yeah. in the song. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds is LSD. Yeah, LSD. What'd you think they were seeking out? I had no idea. <laughs> I love Lucy. <laughs> Puff the Magic Dragon is bad. Come on. Well, yeah. You should go see Dead and Company at the Sphere when they start. <laughs> wow. Dead and Company? Yeah, the, it's basically um, The Grateful Dead without Jerry Garcia, who's not Oh, really? Life. Yeah. Our old friend wow. John Renshaw loves nice. The Grateful right. Dead. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Do you yeah. do fantasy football? Yes. I just won my league. You just won your league. Who was your first pick? Who was your guy? Who was um, your biggest point producer? So I traded for my biggest point producer, yeah. um, which was Josh Allen. Okay, good Because pick. at the first few weeks of the season, I was rolling with Russell Wilson because it, it worked out. Like, you know, he was statistically putting up decent numbers, even yeah. though they weren't winning. Um, but then I realized, I was like 8-1, and one, and I'm like, I got a chance to win this league. I need to start making some deals because Russell Wilson's not going to finish Who the season. Who gave up Josh Allen? Uh, somebody that's team was like in the tank. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's still that's had what Josh you Allen. You got to search... You yeah. got to search for the teams that are in bad shape and just try to coax them into. I'm trading just asking. Like, I want to know who has Kyron Williams. I have Kyron. Williams. You do. Yes. Okay. So where is he? If if Josh Allen's number him, one, I I actually I want to say did I draft him? I may have free agent picked him up. Oh really? To okay. be honest with you, like after week one or two. I'm hoping this begins an era for him running the football. He's which good. not which, just a one year wonder. Yeah. Which playoff game? If they go for a long run, is it that McVay changes the playbook and we don't see him at all? Like Gurley, Kyron. Like Gurley oh, no. against. I'm yeah. hold on. Yeah. yeah like Gurley that first the year championship. against nice. the Falcons. No, no, you'll see him when again. all of a sudden we didn't run the ball. No, no, Todd had some issues towards the end there, like physical issues. Uh, that that was there was a reason, but uh, no, no, Kyron's going to be all over. God, this. You are like a Teflon Ram. No, I'm just I saying. I can throw anything at you. Todd had some issues. No, 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 not Coach McKay. When they not Coach McKay. When they drafted him, he was on the clock. Like, his knees were on the clock. I mean, he looked pretty him. good that season. He I mean, sure I mean, did. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he look, when McVay goes in, if he goes into the Hall of Fame, he should spend at least a minute talking about Todd Gurley. He because won't. Todd, I have a Todd he got won't. him started. Of course he will. You, you how think, can you not? <laughs> I don't think he will. How can you not talk about Todd It didn't Todd seem like it was a good ending. Well, sure. I mean, I'm sure he'll talk about Jared, too. You know, things happen in professional sports. Will he talk about Jared if they the Lions beat them on uh, Saturday I'm or sure Sunday or Monday? I'm sure he'll give Jared his props if yeah. the Lions beat the Rams, yeah. So I drafted Kyron Williams in the 15th round. The 15th round? Wow. Yeah. So next season, there's no way he lasts oh, to the no. 15th no. round. He okay. goes in the first couple. Yeah, I hope yeah. this begins a long run for him, like Gurley, like Falk, like Jackson, like Bettis, Dickerson. Because the L.A. Well, Rams... Well, you're putting in some rarefied well, air Well, I'm there. just saying, but like the L.A. Rams, when they're at their best, it's not a quarterback-driven football team. It's actually a running back-driven football team. And running backs kind of rule Southern California because of the weather, and you can do this year-round. So I hope it begins a long run for Kyron Williams. Yeah, I agree. He's really good. Like, yeah. He runs powerfully, and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's got burst, so he's good. I just got the, the one thing. It's the one thing. Same thing with Puka. It's just the breakaway speed. Yeah. The, you well, might have the longest non-scoring run yeah, in Rams history. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of like a dubious and, honor. And occasional ball security. He had a few yeah, moments. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think he's okay with that. Did yeah. you see his mom? No. You didn't see his mother rip the ball out of the guy's hands up up yeah. in New York? Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Please show him that video. I'll find it. Yeah. So, Kyron scores. He hands it to his mom. Oh, right. I remember him going so, into the stadium. Some Giants fan, fan tried yeah. to take it, and oh. she ripped it from him. Oh, my God. It was so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Do Th- not mess with my Same thing this year on, like, a Monday Night Football game with Tyreek Williams, I want to say. Uh, really? Ty- yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Ty- Tyreek Hill. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, Somebody dropped nachos on his wife. Really? Did you, yeah. You, you didn't see that either? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, either. Was that Wait, when listen, he was... listen. Well, hold on for a second. You didn't see that either. Okay, this is George's show. He's what? a busy man. Don't try to point out things he didn't see. Why is he trying to start mess? I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they dropped nachos on him when he was trying to give his wife the ball? No, no. His wife was sitting there and some fan, like, she jumped up at the wrong time and oh. hit the guy behind him with oh. the nachos. It was just, yeah, it was, no, I didn't see that. But yeah. I, I remember him trying to give his, the ball to his wife. And something moment. happened? No, it was actually, it was his mom, I want to say. And mom was like, yo, give me that damn ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. Same with, thing with Kyron. With Kyron Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah same All thing. Right. So- you asked earlier. Why are you giggling? Just segue, segue. Let's Stop. get to the Darwin thing. We've been putting it on. Yeah, how long? Like, how bad do things I don't think it happens be? this season. It would have to be catastrophic. It would have to be, like, a complete meltdown. And, by the way, by meltdown, I don't mean just the team. Okay. I think I think yeah. even him, like, melting down. Okay, so last night counts as part of a meltdown, right? That's one. I, I, if you string five of those together, that that's, I just, that's rock bottom. I just don't see – I don't think there's also a solution out there. Like, you fire him, and what are you going to do? Phil Handy's going to be the guy? Like, okay, so you know what I'm trying to ask you without asking you, right? What? Is LeBron trying to get this guy fired? I don't think – look, If I'm sure LeBron thinks that he doesn't need a coach, if I had to guess. Yeah. Because he's been doing this for so long. And But I think the other guys need a coach. Obviously. I don't think he needs a coach. Like, okay. LeBron is like, no joke when I say this, like a human computer. I've legitimate, legitimately- Who's s- played more basketball than him? Right. I've legitimately seen LeBron, even, not forget about now as a Laker. Maybe I'm same guy in San Quentin, but I'm, yeah. I'm talking about when he was like a calf, like a young yeah, calf, yeah. okay? I would legitimately see him tell defenders, like, they'd, like let's say a team would have like a new guy. And he didn't know how to play defense. He, I saw him one time legitimately tell a guy where you need to stand on defense because even though he's playing against him, yeah, yeah, you got He wants you to stand you here, be here because this is the action they expect us to run. Wow! So like he's he, a basketball savant, okay, right? So he doesn't need coaching. He probably doesn't, but all those other guys do. Maybe I'm reading into it too deeply. Like he walks out, it's bad. Is he trying to send a message? No, I just think that he. I just think he's annoyed and he's sick. And he knows though. Like physically sick or just Yeah, no, he yeah. was like he had physically a, sick. He yeah. had a flu or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so I think that he sees those situations and is like, I don't feel well. I'm frustrated. I probably shouldn't say anything because it's probably not gonna be what I want it to what it, what I want it to be. Yeah. And it's either I don't talk. And people are going to talk about that. Or I say maybe something that I shouldn't, and that's worse. So he's doing the math Damned if you do, damned if you don't. So he's doing the math. Okay. So uh, that's my guess. Whatever saves your sanity right now, it's not talking. Correct. I got it. Okay. So anyway, um, the one thing that Darvin did say yesterday, though, in his press conference that kind of stood out to me, I was like, really? Was when he was talking about the injuries, right? I kept telling you about the injuries. He's focusing on the injuries. Says he doesn't believe they can be whole until they have injuries, even though it's part of the job. He Which said. is true. Yeah, that he can't. They can't really be what they were. They're supposed to be without the injuries. I don't necessarily buy that. I think there are teams. A lot of teams in the NBA overcome injuries and still win ball games, especially when your two best players are playing most of those games. Yeah. So I, I think that there's there's a lot here with the Lakers, and it isn't just Ham. Or, or LeBron or AD or whatever. But back to Darwin. What he said yesterday that really kind of like, again, was perplexing was when he said, it's worse for us to have the multiples of our role players out as opposed to like Miami missing Jimmy Butler, who's their best player. And I'm like... Mm. Well, missing one guy versus missing a couple two of or guys. three. Couple. But yeah. by the way, they're not just missing one guy. 
They're yeah. missing another guy in Caleb Martin who was like the best pl- other than Jimmy was the best player in an Eastern Conference Finals. But if I, if if I had a choice, I'd rather, you know, be down one guy than three. Uh, not uh, in basketball. I yeah. I, I it depends on who those guys are. Okay, he barely plays Rui Hachimura. Um D'Angelo's been in and out of the lineup recently. So I don't I, I I'll let you hear what he said. Okay. Yeah, we, we I think uh the multiples are more impactful than you know, you're gonna you lose one of your big dogs, you're gonna figure out how to try to manage without him. But, you know, Bron and A D both have been playing phenomenal this year, uh, and, and continue to do so. And then when you have, you know, your key role role players, your key rotation players this guy misses three or four, this guy misses three or four, and they're happening like one right after the other, that's what makes it difficult. I, I get what he's saying on the surface, except the fact that D'Angelo Russell has been dangled in and out of the lineup and in and out of the rotation. Uh, Hachimura has played sparingly at times, and those are his calls when they're actually healthy and ready to play. So I don't equate that to the same as a top 10 player in the NBA and Jimmy Butler. Like, I just think that's silly. Well, maybe for his system... Maybe for what he needs. There's only five guys on the floor. I know, but maybe for what he needs, his rotations. I don't know. It seems like it's like kind of fly by night anyway. I I just think you're just grasping for straws at this point. Who, him or me? Him. Yeah, it sounds like it. I I told you, it sounds like I don't know how to get out of this. That's what I hear. Yeah, I I just think that was kind of like one of those. And again, LeBron helped me. I love the guy. Like, I love Coach Ham. I. When last year everybody was ready to boot him out of town after after a few months, I was like, no, he's going to get this. Why do you love him? I just because he's honest. That's it. Not because of his X's and O's. Just because he's honest. Well, he's like just, I, he's in year two. His X's and O's are all going to be just so asking. Good I'm just day. trying to figure out why you love him. But yeah. I love him because a he's honest. Yeah. B he's good as a former player. He understands the the plight of these guys True. in a lot of ways. Yeah, he's he understands that. So I wait, like, wait, wait. Back up. Who lied? You said he's honest. Who wasn't honest? Who was dishonest? Well, I'm just saying, like, not all the coaches are going to be oh, completely transparent with you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. That's that. refreshing. Right. Okay. Not everybody's transparent. Not enough to say I love the guy, but I'm trying to figure out. Go ahead. I love the guy because of transparency. Yeah, yeah. He Makes tells my you, job easy. He tells you what's happening. Right. He doesn't lie about it. George's show. Just going what? After the guy. He's asking the right questions. I'm asking him a question. What are you talking about? We should ask McVay those kind of questions. I do ask McVay those no, questions. Oh, yes, soft. we do. What, see, what are, you, what are you doing? I watch the Coach McVay show every we week ask with you him, and JB. We ask him questions. All, we ask him honest questions all the time. I can't do the cap. Speaking of questions, let's ask Dave McMiniman <laughs> questions. That'll come up next.